What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is 93.7 The Ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Ah, yeah! Come on, Nick. Where you at, Nick? You ain't on the deal, though. Right? That's how we work around here, Sheldon. A part-time. Hey, man. A you part-time. played a song. You played Daryl Hall and John O's Man Eater, right? A few songs, a few moments yeah. ago. Yeah. So tell me why my 13-year-old knows Daryl Hall and John O. No. And she was like, yeah, Dad. I'm like, how do you know about them? Yeah, that man eater. I'm like, what? That right there? Yeah, that right there. I'm like, how does she know about that? Yeah, she, yeah. Right. how does she know about man eater? That's what I was asking her. She didn't have an answer for me. She just smiled and started singing the song. I'm like, how do you know the words to that song, girl? <laughs> Investigation time. Hey, Colt Becker says, VJ. The country appreciate what you do. The country appreciate wow. what you do. People don't understand the sacrifice, but a few of us do. So Colton Becker, thank you. Colton understands what, what, what you're going through. What sacrifice you going through, VJ? Well, to be on the radio, I mean, I brother got to drive down every day and Man, drive back here, every man. day. I get tired. You're on the road. You know, that's, that's an hour. Hey, you know. It's a hot hour. 45 minutes if I drive fast. (laughs) That's your sacrifice? Yes. Man. That's that's a big – listen, I'm in a dealership and I run my brother's restaurant, so that's a big sacrifice. That's a lot going on. Man, this is a huge opportunity. That's why – and that's why I I appreciate it. I think, um, you know, a lot of people say I found my calling or whatever the case may be. I don't know if you think that, but um, it has been—it's been awesome, man. Just to be able to talk to some of the the Husker greats, talk to yourself, people like you, Coach Osborne, Coach McBride, Coach Darlington, uh, Coach Sams. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, I can talk to your dad, Coach Brown. You know what I'm there saying? There you go. Yeah, long lost. <laughs> there you go. 
your long lost daddy. Go, man. No, no, no. My Coach dad Brown might be listening. Sheldon, Sheldon Jackson Senior. He's actually a, he's in uh, Riverside, California. That's my father. All right, all right. All there you, there you well, go. Well, you're, you're there you surrogate father. Your father away from that. home. What are you talking about? You don't have to look like him. You just have to think like what? him. You have to think like him. That doesn't make him my dad, dude. All right. No. I'm just no, saying no. it was your dad at school. Well, then he was your dad, too. Nah. Yeah. I was the red-headed stepchild. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's always uh-huh. trying to whoop well, me. Well, well, that still make him – stepchild no stepchild <laughs> made him your dad. He, he accepted the role as your father. <sighs> and, uh, and, I, and I think he did a really good job, man. You became uh, – look, look where you are right now. You're doing a pretty, pretty darn good job. I know he's proud. And I know he's listening in. Oh man! So, um, yeah, well, yeah, I know, I, I know, Colton. You, I know, Colton. You were talking about Sheldon sacrifice. We, we know he's got a, a big, big time, big time sacrifice. Let's get back to quotes. Okay. To quotes. I like, I like doing that because that, I think that it's more meaningful. And these are all Coach Osborne quotes. Um, you can yeah. tell by looking at you, me. You, Go ahead. What'd you say? You just, you just, you just had him on the show, didn't you? Yeah, yesterday. So I'm like, I don't know how you're going to put me on a show. I can't follow up greatness like that, man. I, I don't know why. I mean, I appreciate you having me on, but if I, the follow-up behind Coach Osborne, come on. Is that fair to me? Yeah, it's very fair to you. Okay, let's go. I mean, what? we're, we're all humans. Just, I, know that, I know he's a legend, but so are you, Sheldon. Right. And you're all so, right. You know what I mean? Some people, all right. yeah. There's people I would imagine that look up to you the way they look up to Coach Osborne, the way we do, Coach Osborne. You know, some of the lives that you touch as far as with coaching young people. Um, you know, what would we do? I mean, there's there's young people that I see today. I have no idea who they are. That they be like, Coach, man, I just want to tell you, thank you, man. I, that was the best football I ever played. Blah 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 blah. blah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So Good point. You, you never know who you touch, and, and, and then you touch them sometimes over time, even though you're not around them. The things that you brought to their life is still relevant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Do you miss playing football? Um, no. I don't miss playing football, but I do miss being around the, the guys on my team who I shared an experience with. Football is very, it's very hard on me physically, and I'm still paying the price, to be honest with you, of, of playing the game. But what I do miss is you know, being around guys who are like-minded, being around guys, demonstrating. I think you said it before. You know, when you look at the locker room of, of college athletics, uh, the one thing that was very instrumental with us is that's the one place in our world, in our society, where you, don't, you really don't care what a person looks like. You just... You care about the character of a person. You really do care about a person's character because you've got to depend on that character to help you win these football games and to help you accomplish these team goals. So, yeah, I miss being around guys like that and working with guys like that. Uh, but as far as playing the game itself, physically, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with not playing football. Yeah, who when you, when you think of Coach Osborne, you think of spring practice. Let's 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 scratch Coach Osborne. When you think of spring practice, what's going through your mind? You you went through five springs. Mm-hmm. 
What's going through your mind right now? Being they got one practice down, what you know? What are you thinking? Where did all these guys come from? <laughs> Who are all these people? Oh, that's good. It, it, it went from like like I don't know. I'm trying I'm trying to be conservative with my numbers. You can you know correct me. It, it went from like fifty. 40 some odd players and now there's like 150 players out here i'm like how do you how do you even decipher who's who uh so to me that was like a really big um pressure moment because my first spring you know you're just you don't know what to expect so you're just kind of following the herd but when you step out there and you realize that these are a bunch of guys who are out here fighting for your spot you're like, oh oh it's like that out here so you 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 strap in tight um, you knuckle up, and you you do the best you can to knock somebody down. What's your recollection of, of spring? I mean, th- was it twenty straight days of pads? Seemed like we was banging every day in spring. I do. I, mean, I felt it felt that way. You know, even half pads when we, we we got out of school and we moved to the locker room and we found out that it was a half pad practice. That didn't make you feel better. When they said shells or whatever, that didn't make you oh, that didn't give you a sigh of relief. Matter of fact, it was even worse. Because you didn't have your legs, you didn't have the protection on your legs. I remember some guys even putting on full pads, even if they did say half pads. So it was it it was hard work, man. You can't get beyond that. It was hard work, period, hands down. There was nothing easy. There was nothing fun. Nothing exciting about it. Just hard, pure and adulterated, slave to the grindstone work, which in my opinion, was necessary because we wouldn't have accomplished what we've accomplished if we didn't have it. <laughs> what? What I miss? Uh, Johnny from the East Side was giving you the business last week. It sounded like the WWE was going to start. You know who Johnny from the East Side is? Uh, east Side of what? The Mississippi? I mean, I drive I like mean, east, of the, east of the 35, east of the 45. Which, which player I think that you played with and I even think y'all came out together, would be if his alias, he's got one alias, but his other alias is Johnny from the East Side. And Johnny from the East Side, just so you know, you know what, I'll tag team my, my tag team partner, Shell Biggity Jackson in, and we, we'll have to do you, you know, a little a little WWE style, brother. Johnny from the East Side is, is Jay Foreman. I ain't never known that dude to have that name, Jay Foreman. Well, me neither. That knucklehead. Man, he know he don't want nothing. Okay, Jay is a solid ball player, right? We all know Jay is a baller. Uh, but I don't, Jay better not come over here talking no mess. Hey, he been talking he reckless. Over, he didn't bring no heat over this way. That's what I'm he, saying. He, he, I don't, what is he, what is he talking about? I've never, I, I don't even remember. If, if I got a hold of Jay, it was me coming down on him. And believe me, he, he was going to lose that one. He's a middle so, right. backer. I mean, he didn't see us coming. Right. Now, like I said, he was a solid ball player, but Jay wasn't – we hadn't bringing no heat to no tight ends. Not, not, not that I can remember. Mm. Johnny from the Maybe east side. Maybe he got – yeah, tell Johnny to go to the south side. Come to the south side. Because yeah. when he came to the south side, it was a wrap. Yeah, Johnny. Stop playing, acting like you from the east side and, and you giving Man. people the business. He just running – Don't he his, live in – don't – huh? Well, I said he's just running his mouth. I was about to say, don't he live on the north side of Lincoln or something? Does he live on the north side? Of Somewhere around in there, maybe. No, he might live in the south side. He might be all the way over there where the real money is. Oh, 
okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. New developments and all that stuff. You're talking about he from the east. Side. Oh yeah. I've been I've been through there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny from the east side. Johnny from the east side. Yeah. Man, please. Yeah. He'll call in talking crazy at times. You know. He, he, that Debo in him start to come out, but we all know what that is. We we know who was the real Debo. It was not. It was not Johnny from the east side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Dwayne hey, Harris. Boy. That's who that was. That, oh, that, that's you, the say, you say Dwayne Wade? Don't don't no, say that. Dwayne Harris, loud, man. That's sir. Like, huh? Dwayne Harris, the big right, the, Dwayne the, Harris, the eight nine wingspan guy. <laughs> that's like Candyman, dude. Don't say that brother's name too many times in front of the mirror. The man that has snatched your skin off the bones. Man, that dude. I hope he's doing all. Right. I hope he's doing all right. That dude. My first time seeing him across the line. I, I told you before. Picked me up off the ground. Sheldon, how, man, how man. big are you? Let's just talk about that, so the people know. At that time, you were what six? What? At that time, I was still about exactly the same height. I was six three and some change. I was. I came out of high school, so I was about two thirty, two thirty five. Six three is off. Why did I think you were six? Yeah, I mean, I can say I can. I got shoes and boots on. I can. I can claim six four, but I think barefoot. I'm six three and some change. Okay, but I, well, did they have you listed at six five or what? Uh, I think they had me listed at six four okay. two two thirty five two forty on a heavy day. Yeah. I got real big one time in there when I was in Nebraska. Like I got to like two sixty, but I was I was very slow. When I got into the league, I got to two sixty. I was just using a human battering ram. Uh, shout out fullback. I played fullback in, in Buffalo for a short spell. But now, same height. Now I'm about 280. I'm not proud of it, but I carry it well. But no, I'm not. I, I'm I'm too heavy. Too heavy right now. Dude. You got Way your you got your dad bod going. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I got a dad bod. We gotta get these. We gotta get these 50 gallon tanks off our stomachs, man. We gotta get them off. Man. We do. We do. That's why I'm considering. Uh, I'm also in my transportation business. I'm gonna do flatbed in addition to box. I was doing flatbed for a major carrier. Man, I was getting it, getting that work in, and the and the pounds were coming off. Uh, a lot of people don't like to do that kind of work. A lot of truck drivers don't like to do that kind of work. But flatbed work is to me like some of the best work because it keeps you active. Uh, I met some old guys in their 60s flatbedding, tying down chains and stuff, and these guys were slim, strong. And it was inspirational. So yeah, I'm definitely going to do have a flatbed trailer uh, to help me stay in shape in that regard. I don't get to the gym very often. Like I'm home now. I got ten hours. Like I told you, I got to change the starter first, and I got to go about the bed. You better get them push-ups and sit-ups in. Get a hundred of them in, man. 100. Are you doing a hundred push-ups? I'm doing a hundred between times. I'm doing a hundred push-ups. I'm trying to do a hundred sit-ups. That I haven't made that goal yet, but I, I am. Mm. After I get Every through with my hundred push-ups. No, every day. Every day, okay. Every day, hundred push-ups. You, I mean, you could sit, you know, sit around watching TV, commercial break, jump and do your hundred push-ups. Solder Haven, Texas. Right, if you want to get in, nine 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 four six two zero. That's four zero two nine 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 four six two zero. Our new Solder Haven text line. Now, what are you saying, Sheldon, about doing your uh, push-ups? No, you're right. I gotta get them in. I can't be lazy, dude. We remember we were hunter gatherers out here. We gotta be ready to go at any moment. Some of these young kids may want to step to us. You know, I finally got my second my second gray hair in my beard. I'm people looking at me, calling me sir. Now <laughs> I, I need to make sure I'm ready to go. 
Well, lucky you. I got a whole ten full gray hair. I seen your face. Holy smokes! I seen, I seen your face. You just yes, got sir. like two. You got to be what forty six, forty five? I'll be forty six in July, sir. I'm forty five right now. My wife is. My wife just turned forty six in February. She and I are the, roughly the same. Born in the same year. February. What was her birthday? February second. There you go. And we just she celebrated was... our nineteenth anniversary on the eighteenth of February. There you go. That's You're getting it in, bro. That's that's a beautiful thing, man. When you can say she's been around for the same person that long, that talks about consistency. Yes, sir. Two decades, bro. Two decades. And you're still young, man. You guys could actually hit like forty years and fifty years. You know, like the like the, the old old people used to do back in the day, and you married 40, 50, 60 years. Ooh. You you could actually hit that. God willing, brother, it's gonna happen. Uh, just don't tell her that. Um, she don't want to know about the future like that. She She's one day at a time girl, which is fine. She's my ride or die. And so far, we've been riding, man. Where'd y'all meet at? Ride pretty good. Uh, seventh grade, Lower Beer, Diamond Bar, California. Dang. When'd y'all reconnect? Uh, after, during Buffalo, when I was in New York. She actually wanted to come to Nebraska with me, but I didn't find that out until after I left New York. So, like, years later, she said, I would have gone to Nebraska with you. I said, no, nah, you wouldn't have liked that cold. Did you, you, did you date in high school? Uh, we were just friends in high school. We didn't actually date. We've were we we've been friends since seventh grade. So, before we got married, we were friends for a good 13, 13 17 years. Oh, wow. Well, congratulations, then, uh, man. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, uh, we can have a discussion about marriage another time, brother, but <laughs> communication is I can say that. Well, absolutely. I mean, anybody who's been married 19 years and dealt with I'm not going to say put up with you. You guys put up, <laughs> you guys put up with each other because that's the way it's supposed to be. These two people putting up with the other person's flaws and being able to live with those flaws. Yeah. And, and yeah. not complain about them, but understand that that's that person. You have to give them the space uh, to be who they are. Right, what is called compromise. What's been the toughest thing about about being married that long? The toughest thing about being married that long, Mm. I guess it's the ups and downs of uh, employment. And what I mean by that, I've I've been all over the place with the various jobs I've had since I left Buffalo. Like I said, I think I I think we talked about before. I had a little bit of depression, so I didn't really have to know how to bounce back from a six figure salary to a four-figure salary and vice versa, you know. So it's been – that's been crazy because your woman wants you to lead, by example. She wants you to provide. She wants you to protect. And those are the things you sign up for as a husband. And when she notices you, and I'm being pretty transparent here, uh, don't judge me, people. When she sees that you're not providing, when she sees that she doesn't feel like she's protected by you, with you, when she sees that there's no upward movement, she begins to question. And so when she began to question, I began to question, you know, kind of what, what am I doing? You know, so the hardest thing is really just finding a niche and finding the right employment, finding the right career. And I literally have been bouncing all over the industry. And she's had to take a pay cut when we moved from California to Texas. So she's been disappointed with kind of how the job market has been for her. So, like I said earlier, when I when I found this 
this particular market, this industry that I wanted to jump into, and she, we've had businesses that have failed. Now that we've kind of found one that we both believe is going to work uh, because of the, the, you know, all the information out there that you can research and find out about transportation and so forth, that, you know, this is, this has come full circle. You know, she has definitely got on board. She's a believer. She's my, she's my queen. You know, she's my neck. I am the head of the house. Whether she makes more money than me or not, which there's been times when she has, but she is my neck, and she will turn the head in one direction or the other. But I, but but I am the head, and so I respect who my queen is. And we have been through dog doo doo down through the years, and we we have come through, man, smelling smelling like roses. Uh, you know what, man? Like I say all the time, it's not where you start; it's where you finish. So. Sheldon, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. More Sheldon Jackson, the captain of Ticket 93.7. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.